Hello and welcome to The Colores Radio. This is episode 9. Thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Eva Arreguin, and with me is my sidekick, Ralph Tamayo. Brett, what's up? Hey, it's theme, theme, I keep saying theme, that. You do, yeah. <laughs> team, I can't say team concha, team yeah. concha. Theme I'm, sounds better. Theme concha? Yeah. <laughs> versus theme empanada you, you, you. holding it down for the dfw how are you how are you holding up doing well team empanada repping strong you know we i'm building. disappointed in our <laughs> listeners because i thought for sure we'd all be team concha I'm like just, I'm no really doubt happy. i thought yeah. they were here for me and then all the comments <laughs> even my you. own blood was like yeah. nah i'm team empanada and i was like okay. that makes me feel better it makes me it makes me feel i just like don't I'm think it holds a battle like i don't even know why this is happening but whatever so it's such a strange time to be alive um all these horrible things are happening and it looks like there's no end in sight Ugh. I hope everyone is taking time for themselves lately because this is not good for our mental health. And, you know, we are very keen on taking care of our mental health. But hopefully by the end of this episode, we can provide some laughs and positive vibes because I know we need it. I know I need yeah, it. Just a little bit. We all need a little yeah. a little light in our life right now. Some. So now it's time for us to really give you all an insight into our personal energy, into who we are, into how we are feeling right now. I sound like Delilah, don't I? I'm like, hello. <laughs> I was like, what's uh, going on here? <laughs> that's right. We're translating our feelings in the best way we know how. Memes. It's time for me mood. Yes. So mine was kind of like a flashback, but not really, because um, I was thinking of, you know, all the stuff that's going on. Right. <clears throat> and so I remember Pat the Gat, who is no longer with us. Jesus. That's, <laughs> this is <laughs> that why we're going through really... a hard time right now. <laughs> she's in New York partying. Yeah, no, Pat the Gat isn't with us today because she's out in NY. But that one time she her meme was the little dog drinking, you know, It's fine. Hell. This is fine. Yeah, that's what I feel like. But my mood is like... There, there have been a lot of videos of, like, raccoons, like, eating grapes yeah. and eating food. There have been a lot of raccoon yes. memes and, and videos and lately. so that's my meme mood. I'm like, no matter what's going on, I'm going to take some time, enjoy my food, yeah. and just, you know, just sit so back. So you're the real. one peeling the grape, not the one All riding the, the dog in the pool? Exactly. Yes. <laughs> or both. Or, you know, All the both. fucking raccoon yeah. videos. That's yes. rough-ass meme mood. That's me. Um, mine is this one that's very inspirational to me. I feel like I sent you some, I know I retweeted one where this lady, there's like a group of girls that are like practicing for something. They got their little boots on and they're like working it in like a public area. (laughs) And this lady walks through with her purse and just looks at them and just walks through it and ruins their dance. And they all look at her like, what the fuck? And she doesn't care. And then there's that one girl that's like, I would have kept going, but that dumb lady walked by. Yeah, and then it was like my feelings whenever people talk about, or the timeline talks about Game of Thrones. And you just walk Uh, through all grumpy, not giving a rat's ass. That's me walking through. I wonder through. if that was a Ginse rehearsal. I mean, it had to be it something. To, right? I thought it was something like that. But I was also like, this lady is so ruthless. She, didn't give a damn. she was like, she whatever. Was like, Bye. Exactly. So I want that to be my me mood, even though I'm much softer. I would have been like, I'm sorry, you guys. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, Excuse exactly. Me. But <laughs> any personal updates before we get into our first segment? Uh, no, I think I'm, I have finally conquered this cold. Oh, you're better now. Now I, I'm the I, one suffering over yeah, here. Yeah, so sorry. But. No, it's okay. That's good. That's yeah. good. You got to be in tip-top shape for all the crap we're going through right yeah. now. So then, orale, this means it's time officially for El Juguito, the juice. We're officially keeping the sound effect because most people tweeted us that they liked the sound. Yeah, so, you know, we, we're not going to let one bad apple ruin our bunch of juice. Yeah. <laughs> our batch? Maybe. Anyways, son of a batch. batch. So as many of you know, are probably um, mentally exhausted about maybe maybe just me. I don't know. It seems like every time we record like America burns and then we're like, hey, welcome back to the Colores Radio. Hope everybody's okay. (laughs) We're We're still here. Yeah, we're still here. (laughs) Hope you are, too. Um, I think it was a Saturday after we recorded 
that the situation occurred in Charlottesville and I don't think I need to go into much detail about what happened there exactly because I'm sure we've all heard it. Uh, If you did not realize we're living in a white supremacy America, then welcome. Join join the club of realizing how how terrible and racist this country actually is. Uh, I think we made it pretty clear in most of our episodes. Yeah. And I, you know, it's it's interesting. I was having a conversation with someone over the week weekend and um it was a friend white friend Mm -hmm. and um what got me was he was so like confused that people think that way and i was like fam yeah we're not (laughs) upset that people feel that way we've known that all of our lives right like that's not what the problem is yeah accept it and keep moving right so it was just interesting to to like that kind of makes me uh, it really Put, puts things into perspective like what that uh, what the flip side of that coin is because it's like come on no it's, like it's that. i mean and we'll discuss that here in a second when we discuss the in solidarity protests here in dallas in general mm. um because i think a lot of people were like that and there yeah. were probably a, a handful of people that weren't <clears throat> um that are exclusively you know that are white people that didn't realize this was happening and and it's like we've been trying yeah. to tell you <laughs> hello and it and yeah. i appreciate heather Heyer mm. or Heyer, i'm not sure how to pronounce it her family calling you know, society out and saying, hey, it took a white woman, white woman dying for y'all to pay attention to us or pay attention to them, essentially. Um, So I do appreciate that. I was very annoyed with uh, someone I idolized, I say in the past, because I don't care that much about her in the past few years. Uh, Tina Fey's bit was very irritating to me. And I saw someone that (laughs) is like a quote unquote, uh, like aware white woman that I'm friends with on Facebook. And she was like, oh, this is so funny. Like, if people aren't getting the sarcasm, whatever. I was like, fam, I got the sarcasm, but it's still your privilege talking when you're able to even joke about this. Yeah. When other people, you know, people of color, LGBTQIA communities have been fighting for their rights for years, and we can't even joke about it in the same way y'all are. Yeah. Because they lose their lives or they get sprayed down for just doing this. And dudes with tiki torches don't get nothing. They get protected. It was definitely not cool. Like, I, I, you know, Tina Fey's great in my opinion. Yeah. But she was on thin ice when... With me, uh-huh. when she was unable to name 20 Latino actors. Oh, that was so cringy. Yeah, I was like, oh, I was like, dang, you know? But yeah. then when, when she, like, advised sheet caking instead of going out there on yeah. SNL. And I or- get that that's supposed to be sarcasm. Like, I got the whole thing. Right. It's kind yeah. of making fun of the privilege. But at the same time, when y'all haven't done much to show that you're not privileged in to begin with or that y'all are fighting against that... It doesn't work for everybody else fighting. Like, we're just kind of like, that's cute, girl. What else are you going to do next? Like, really? So uh, then there was also Six Flags here in Arlington, Texas, removed the Confederate flag. They essentially Mm -hmm. removed the Six Flags and just put the American flags. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Which I wasn't expecting. I definitely thought about it when, you know, we've been discussing Confederate as far as the TV show with HBO, which if it fucking happens still (laughs) after all this bullshit HBO. Yeah, I don't think... Uh, anyways but i thought that was kind of funny i didn't personally have any feelings i saw someone on my time on facebook that was like oh why'd they remove the six flags i'm that's that's what the six flags are and i'm like fam you had no connection to those flags that's what makes go get your pink things and ride the rides like you don't care about the six flags flags, i guess you're being proactive yeah they're like we're gonna be progressive and just put the american (laughs) flag and screw all the rest of them because uh there are so many like awful things that have happened all connecting to this thing. I hated how they sent the Univision reporter Mm. out to see, um, I don't know why they're doing this. Like, why are you, why do y'all keep sending, you know, people of color or black reporters out so, to I mean, talk somebody, to K- yeah. KK members? I know there are certain people like W. Kamau Bell who wanted to go out right. and talk to them. I understand that. But like, I'm, I'm not sure her name is Calderon. Yeah. That was sent out. It's so awful. And she's just there and like obviously having to handle this person that's calling her terrible names to her face. And y'all are doing it for views or for what? Because I was going to say, you know, you're suffering. Why are you doing that? There's a person at Univision that is really happy because they got what they were looking for. They they knew that this was going to be problematic. And, you know, the interview clearly, clearly 
puts this reporter in an in- uncomfortable situation. And the, the guy's making incendiary remarks the entire right. time, offending her. Props to her for being that strong She's and that so brave professional. and held it down. Yeah. yeah, like still held it down. But somebody at Univision is really happy, but you should be ashamed of yourself. I mean, and that's when... I mean, I made several rants on Twitter, but that's where you can see who's still running all these things. Yeah. And that's what, to me, a white supremacy isn't just racist, radical, neo-Nazis, whatever. It's also all these institutions we're a part of that we don't realize. I know the country meant well, but that's not how this country goes. And it's now time to realize the crap this country has been doing from the beginning for us to maybe start to heal. But it's really hard to say that we can do that with the 45th person in the office. So yeah. don't really know what's going to happen, but that's why we do this show to try to cheer you up and suffer with us. I don't know. But now coming back to local news, there was an in solidarity protest this weekend over the Confederate statues. I believe you said like last week, the Dallas mayor was very like iffy and weird and like some shit went down about the statues. Right. I th- so our, our mayor, Mike Rollins, had appointed or, or asked um, that a study be done. And I forget what the time frame was, but it was I don't know if it was Later 90 days year, or yeah. six months. But he uh, he was basically asking for, you know, like a task force to really study the statues and the monuments and, and then at a later point in time come to a decision, you know, to, to what should be done with them. And then after this weekend's protest, it seems like he's saying, okay, we're going to get these down sooner. And all the council members are like, they're going to come down no matter what. They're just waiting because they're saying it's going to take a lot of money to get down because they're not, uh, not, there's like difference between monuments and statues and these are actual monuments. Yeah. What was your overall feeling after the protest? I'm sure we had similar feelings. Yeah, I was, um, I think ultimately I was just disappointed you know, yeah. um, with everything that's going on, and it felt, it felt a little too Tina Fey to me. <laughs> to put it nicely. <laughs> yeah, even though there was a couple people out there, like I saw a sign that said, "I'm here because I got tired of sheet caking." Oh my god! I Did you see that? Yeah, I didn't see that. I appreciated that sign, um, but you know, disappointing in, in a variety of aspects because I don't think that the message uh, was was conveyed with with the strength that is needed right now Mm -hmm. um and so i think because of that uh along with a few other things there was you know stuff that that happened as a byproduct of that lack of strength in presenting a message so you know we we were at city hall and then we went to it seemed like an entirely different protest just across the street and so um tensions were high and it just seemed like you know not saying that everyone had to be on the same page. I think once you 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 present a platform, obviously there's going to be opposition. But it just seemed like no, there wasn't really a clear message being presented on either not clear or not strong enough on any of the sides. Right. So, um, I mean, there's definitely a lot of organization that went behind it. Props to the speakers that came out. Props to some of the people out there really represent. But I feel like the in in numbers and in masses in the mass of the people that were there um it was really hard to kind of be like yeah you know i'm i'm with you or right. i can count on you for the support that we need whether i you know have it fully figured out or not but it just seemed a little too tina fey to me it, <laughs> that's the perfect way to say yeah. it i felt very <clears throat> uncomfortable just because i've been too predominantly uh, people of color marches, a right. lot of like Black Lives Matter marches uh, yeah. and such like that. So it's very interesting to go to a protest or march post Trump era. Mm. Uh, and I think that's what made it so uncomfortable for me because it didn't feel authentic. It didn't feel like y'all are really here to fight this cause. A lot of it felt like protesting is in now and I'm going to do this because yeah. love not hate and love trump's hate and i was like fam that's cute or whatever but how far is that gonna get us yeah like nat turner's rebellion wasn't love trump's hate like sometimes you know like the real stuff has to come out like those people weren't i mean the white supremacists the neo-nazis or whatever the alt-right they're not they're not not violent they want to hurt us and i'm not saying for us to fight back but like 
pretending peace, love, and happiness is the yeah. answer is not going right. to work there's, either. I think there's a, a misunderstanding about being able, being able to resolve something as complicated as this, um, thinking that it will it can be done in a comfortable setting. And I think that's one of the biggest things. It's like, no, this is going to... I, who, you know, I, I consider myself someone who is, is really standing for, you know, justice, for equality, for, for as much harmony as I feel like we we can achieve as a collective people. Right. But I know that even getting, taking one step towards that is going to be extremely uncomfortable for me, for the other side, for everyone involved. And so um, I think people really should get out of the thinking that, it's going to be okay. Like we're going right. to, it's no, not like, going to be like to. They are thinking that we were already in a peaceful love, happiness yeah, world. No. And we weren't, it was just not as public. And now the monster in charge is encouraging these people to hurt us or not condemning, condemning them in any way. And as we saw at the Phoenix rally yesterday, he lies about what he did say. Yeah. So it's like, where do you go? What do you trust? And so I don't know. I, I was glad to see the turnout here in Dallas. And I'm happy to see that, the mayor who himself has said that the dangerous, most dangerous people were white men. I don't know if y'all remember that, but oh, when yeah. he said that, he I was like, okay, that. mayor, I see yeah. you. I was, I was happy to hear that because he was keeping it real. Yeah. I don't know if he's keeping it real now or if he's just trying to uh, be a politician that stays quiet and does his thing for money or I don't know what the hell's happening. But I definitely felt like I wanted to see and feel more from a lot of those speakers. Yeah. And just in general, I was like, yeah. I don't feel like, my people were represented in those speak like right. speeches. And I, I just, it was crazy walking from there and then walking over to the statue or the monument a block over and seeing that cops were protecting them. Yeah. And I mean like 50 or 60 all around them and then on yeah. horses and then with their assault rifles and all of this. And it was kind of terrifying. Yeah. Um, so I don't really know what's going to happen and I don't have the answer to solve these things. And I don't mean to rant and say we're crap, we're all going to hell or anything like that. But it's like we have to face these facts before we can actually move on and, ev and evolve into a better yeah, community. For sure. Um, so there's that. Then I have to keep going about this monster with the Phoenix rally because I was really irritated. Oh, goodness, yeah. yeah. So they were like, he gave whatever speech about Afghanistan where he still said awful, stupid things. But they were like, wow, he's a little more like... He seems better. And I was like, yeah. shut the hell up. He's going to be back <laughs> on his bullshit like tomorrow morning. Yeah. And at the Phoenix rally, the most irritating thing to me, which obviously there were tons of things we could point out. He keeps attacking the media and saying it's fake and da da da. But he kept saying how if he doesn't get the wall built, he's going to shut down the government. Yeah. I, I, I saw it. It literally, I, I forget what I saw, but it was literally quoting him saying, this if this government has to be shut down it will but yeah the wall will get built he was saying something. if congress doesn't vote for the wall <laughs> to be paid for by the americans which yeah. he used to say was mexico but he yeah. can't handle that either <laughs> like Even i don't that phone call like i can imagine that uh, phone call like yo peña nieto come on bro just, to, just he's don't like say peña it. Nieto. Yeah, i don't know yeah, please please just tell them that you're gonna Stop. pay for it but uh, you're not you don't oh have to God. do it yeah like i can imagine him being like a little ugh and they're both trash, but, <laughs> yeah. like, so irritating. It's so scary. And just the fact that he's campaigning already, fam, you are six months into this, and yeah. you haven't gotten one thing done. How the hell are you campaigning? It's and like, you got a Blacks for Trump guy <laughs> in the corner that y'all probably that paid for. That dude is mad weird. I, he has, like, new articles that are coming out he's saying everywhere. he might have had, like, PTSD, and he was in a cult, and all this other stuff. Like, it's all sketchy and weird right now. That's nuts. Yeah, so it's, like, all these different... Different crazy I mean, things. I've heard of the Manchurian candidate, but the Manchurian supporter? Yep, that's what it is right huh, there. I don't know. Okay. Kind of terrifying, though. It's really, weird. honestly, like beyond terrifying. I'm kind of interested in seeing, I don't know if you saw America, American Horror Stories doing cult, and they're kind of no, basing it off of like someone who uh, has been going crazy since the election. And I was like, same. <laughs> We're all... Oh. That's We're a, all going to identify with this season. Yeah. Like, come record me. I'm doing great. But in last of the devil's news, the devil's offspring. This is very irritating to me as a UNT alumni. Yeah. I didn't even tweet about it. That's how irritating I am. And y'all know I tweet too much. So UNT 
University of North Texas, my alma mater, which I don't even care to claim that much, but like I still claim it, whatever, yeah. is hosting The Devil's Son. And they're doing it at apparently at the AT&T Center, which is weird because it's like, I don't know what they're doing over there. They're not going to. Why is it? I don't know why that's happening. Actually, I, I don't mean to bring this up, but maybe I do. Like, I saw an article about the Secret Service, is fun, their funds yes, being depleted. I don't know how true it is or not, but apparently, like USA Today or someone posted something that the Secret Service had depleted their funds, like, through the end of this year. So that's why they're maybe sending him off to get more money? No, I, don't I don't know what's or going on. what are you on. getting at? Well, no, the guy said that um, one of the Secret Service people said that they had run out of money, that they couldn't pay overtime Jesus. because of all the trips that the family, that the president, that, that the Trumps were taking and that they were running out of money because, you know, they, right. They're because using of stuff them like this and levels. all of his children and, you know, his family going back and forth to Mar-a-Lago. And so they were like, we ran out of money to protect you. I can't. I don't know if it's true or not, but. It sounds reasonable it yeah, to me. Like, it it's not far-fetched. And, ugh, <clears throat> whatever. Anyways, I was very irritated because UNT, it's not the first time that they do crap like this, but it's a reminder that schools, even though they have your back and they're supposed to be teaching you and opening your mind and all this stuff, they're still businesses. They yeah. still don't care that much about your existence. Uh, UNT, they try to make it like a sanctuary school. Yeah. That didn't pass. No. Like, they don't care that much about their students. I'm sorry. Like, there's no other way to say it. Face it. Yeah. If you're going to these places, even though you think they might care about you, just like UT Austin. A lot of, I know, people of color students are very unhappy there. And it's because yeah. these institutions were not built for us. So yeah. we feel uncomfortable a lot of times in these places. And it sucks that when your school is hosting this person that stands so greatly for hate. And not even that, but he literally met with Russians to try to destroy this country. Like, why would you host uh, them, UNT? Yeah. I don't get it. Like, it's silly and it's an embarrassment and they should be ashamed of themselves. And I'm not that shocked because, again, these schools are still corporations trying to make money. And if yeah. a conservative is donating all the money for this speaker series, guess who they're going to bring in? Conservatives. So they can sway people in that way. That's yeah. how the cycle works. It fucking sucks, but that's how it goes. And it's going to keep going unless we stop it. So I'm sure UNT students will shut that down in some way. When Governor Abbott came a couple years ago, they were like uh, protesting there. I think Christy Madrano, shout out to you, uh, was like kind of shutting that down there, at least yeah. making it uncomfortable for them, which is how. At UNT? Yeah. I didn't know Greg Abbott. They through. brought him there, I think, right after he was elected. Oh, word. And I was like, we don't want you here, fam. Like UNT <laughs> is one of the most like liberal, quote unquote, campuses in the in the in the state. So it's just really shocking and stupid yeah. of them to get people like this when it's like. All right, whatever. Like, you don't care about us again. But so enough of that monster. Sad now we're going to jump to lighter news because I, I don't want to bring us all down for too long. I'm sure y'all are tired of hearing about that crap like I am. But I got to rant because, you know, I'm venting. We got to <laughs> get, a, well, yeah, get like, that negative energy like, out. Yeah, seriously, if anything, like we we need that. Yeah. Like, we, I'm like, if, if, we... if I ain't seeing any other big brown girl talking about it, I'm going like, to do it for y'all because... Uh, something kind of funny that I saw when I went to Target was a, uh... So you, it's already there. It's there. Oh, my And goodness. we saw, we saw it, and Pat picked it up, and she's like, what the heck? And I got a video of it, <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck is this? It's a Selena shirt, and it's kind of like one of those ones where it's like, like almost in that Andy Warhol style, I guess. Quintanilla Perez or Gomez? Yes, not Gomez. Don't you dare. <laughs> Don't you even dare. How dare I'm you? I'm just saying, I feel like, because I'm going to be real with you, I... Love Target. I do too. I am a fan. Um, I who doesn't love Selena? Right. So those two things coming together, I mean, I get it, but then I'm like, no. It wasn't cute. I it wasn't... was a Selena shirt in the men's department at Target. And okay. it just felt weird. Because <laughs> yeah. I've been shopping at Target, you know, my whole life. Yeah. I go to the men's section because they often have cool shirts. They do. And then Pat and me were like, what the fuck? Yeah. It just felt weird and out of place. And, and I think oh, even man. Cindy at Coco Andre was like, they know, you know, the Hispanic, which I don't use. But, you know, the Latino yeah. community comes out and supports who they're going to support. And Target's trying to get that money, which I tried to research, but I didn't see if they like came to some kind of deal. Because I know senior 
Quintanilla is not very nice about working with her name and working with her images and stuff. Yeah. But I didn't find any like kind of story or anything on it, but I thought it was really interesting to see Selena at Target. I don't know how to feel about that. <laughs> it was weird. And then we went a few days later because, you know, when you love Target, you just go when you're bored. Yeah. And we, it was funny because we were looking from like across the store and we saw a guy look at it, grab it and put it in his cart. And I was like, that's just how like quick that. it works. That's like, how it is. That's yeah. It. And I was oh like, I didn't even God. think it was cute. But because it's someone we see that we love, that we want, you know, close to we our hearts. Which one? Of, which I'm trying to find out which one of the Latinos is like an undercover mole. Like, <laughs> yo, big companies, this is what we want. I mean, like, pay me and I'll find. I I'll hope they're getting you. good money for they that. They better be because that's what I'm saying. I like, need to be giving AB some of that money, Bruh, That's our next topic. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Okay, so uh, I don't even say if I can say I can't. Blah, 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 blah. I don't even know if I can say. Bless him because it sounds like he's got himself in a lot of mess. Ah, the cumbia king himself. The cumbia king is cumbia broke. <laughs> and it's, just, I don't even know if he's broke. He just hasn't been paying his child support for a long time. So now it's like catching up to him and he's in jail still from my understanding. Um, so the news came out and we were like, oh, like, LOL, hope he's okay. And then it was like a week later, he's in jail and was like, shit. That, I mean... I hope he drops like a jailhouse cumbia. Stop. It's going to be Elvis Crespo yeah. part two. <laughs> Elvis Quintanilla. You know Jesus. What I mean? uh, man, come on. Free, free AB. I guess free him. I don't know. That's really crappy. You not paying child support and I, you've been touring whack. around for how I long mean, and how whack. much money Are, have you made and how much <laughs> is your sister's name worth? And I know you're signed on that bill. You know I got a soft spot. No, I, why but, do you have a soft spot? Because I feel like... Tell the people who don't know that why you might have a soft spot. Because I feel like AB deserves <laughs> more. I feel like... He why? <laughs> why does he deserve because more? Because he's a father trying to... He ain't a father. He ain't paying. <laughs> That's the problem. He ain't being a father. I'm just tired of seeing so many brown folks in I jail. Know. I feel that. I totally feel that. I just feel like, no, well, and and part of me says free AB because the judge was tough on him. She was, and I but get she it. was really, no, yeah. No, and I get it. I'm like, cool, a judge being tough on a brown folk. Great, like, just what fantastic. we needed. <laughs> Meanwhile, you know, affluenza teen can kill folk. And like, you know what I mean? So that part of me was like free it AB. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. But... I feel like just let him allow him the the decency of being out here See, and to figure it out. No, but that's where no. I say if you're a deadbeat dad, yeah, it doesn't matter if you're famous or not. You're a crappy dad. Yeah, okay. And well, you need your punishment. And all she told him was, "I'm gonna leave you in there for you to think about it." She pulled a mom yeah, essentially, she, yeah, which is like, much. "Let me let you think about this, and we'll leave you in there until you do." She didn't say you're there for life, fam. She said, you need to think about this and figure out how to be a good dad. Which I don't know if that's going to happen. I'm sad for your son because that's what it's saying. I, I think he has multiple kids. Yeah. Um, but I was still like, bruh, come on. You're one yeah. of the, you're our cumbia king. Like, <laughs> yeah. You shouldn't be messing up like this. Like, I don't even know how his lad, his lad, his dad let him, you yeah. know, get away with this. Because they seem like such a tight knit family. But I yeah. really obviously don't know their business. So, AB, please release a dope album when you get out. You can pay all yeah. them fees. I don't yeah. know. Azuki. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that Jesus. That County Cumbia. <laughs> Nueces. All right. So, the thing that had everybody feeling joy again. Yeah. For maybe. Not me. Not you. I didn't really care that much either. But it was nice to see people talk about things other than um, Trumpito. Yeah. But it didn't last long because then the idiot looked up at it and then the joke turned back buffoon. to him again. Yeah. Uh, the solar eclipse. I mostly just wanted to touch on this briefly because I thought it was cool that I saw that astronomers with no boundaries or beyond boundaries, something like that. Mm -hmm. They're doing uh, where you can donate your glasses. Oh, so cool. if anybody has those glasses, donate them because I believe Asia and Latin America have an eclipse next year mm. so they're saying if you want to donate your glasses. or you could hold on to them in seven years when it who's gonna keep glasses for seven years i would you really yeah, jason <laughs> jason see? our audio engineer just waved yeah. his glasses those Props. are seeing glasses not glasses that make you legally <laughs> blind until you look at the sun I'm legally blind those things were crazy <laughs> like i was like what are these 
But the solar, solar eclipse was cool, I guess. Not. I was very unimpressed. Why Sorry. are you so mad at the sun because right now? Because I wanted to walk outside to complete darkness. Oh, bruh. No, I you know, don't. That's going to come know. soon, the way this country's <laughs> yeah, going. Seriously. Don't say that. No, I I know that it. I knew that it wasn't going to be dark, like, you know, in the path of, of total totality. Or what, what was it? It was totality, right? Yeah. Sure. I think. I don't know. Science nerds, please don't beat me up. Beat him up. He uh, deserves it. <laughs> but yeah, so I was like, okay, I'm going to walk outside and it's going to be dark a little. But no. And then I'm, I couldn't find any eclipse glasses anywhere, even though like I felt like Where everyone had go? some. I went to two libraries and to two separate Lowe's home improvement Bro, stores. you were really looking. I, didn't I was. Well, and so, of course, I, yeah, I logged onto YouTube, made my own out of a Cocoa Pebbles <laughs> yeah. box. Yeah, with the foil pinhole white paper and all that stuff. So I walk out there and I look like a idiot on my patio. Why trying did, to did look you get ra- pics of this? It sounds like it would have been entertaining. It would have. I didn't. I was by myself. <laughs> and so I with didn't. With Cocoa Pebbles box. Yeah. And I was out there and then... It's it, you would have laughed if you'd have seen me. So, I like, wish I'm, I had. I'm hiding like on the other side of my patio, and I stick my arm out with my phone, and I just point it up, and I take a picture. What the? Fuck? <laughs> so then I look at the picture, thinking I shouldn't look directly at my phone, and I'm like, You're "What is wrong with me?" Honestly, but, I don't blame you. There were so many theories going around. I thought I would have. Yeah, blind I thought I, I was gonna go outside. blind, but I'm already blind, and my eyes are already shut, so I didn't really care. But I didn't look up like our lovely. 45 um but yeah and like it was a new it name was, we give them every yeah. episode but it was still bright it wasn't dark outside i didn't see anything cool <laughs> i hope you had whack. better experiences than rafa because yes. he's just crapping on the Sorry. universe the i think it's whack. cool to remind us that like earth is um like we sometimes become selfish as humans and then you well, yeah. remember like oh i mean and i still, much under- greater than I still us. didn't understand it because like i get it the earth is flat didn't so. you see all the videos with the puppy <laughs> no you did not just say that who are you kyrie irving yeah sorry b-o-b there's a guy in ditton that like painted his truck that says like the earth is flat youtube it yeah he's like youtube and then on his house it says it all over the house too i drove by it the other day and it says youtube it i can find you pictures i don't have it but he's like yeah that is the point of reference of this man that's how i want you tina Fey to be if y'all trying to be all radical and woke now be like look up white supremacy youtube YouTube it Look up, like, systematic racism. YouTube it. Jeez Louise. Anyways, this is good news. It took so damn long for this news to come through, which is that a federal judge finally ruled that the Arizona ban on Mexican-American studies was unlawful, which this has been happening for a long time. Yeah, it took too damn long, for, for, in my opinion. And obviously it's unlawful not letting these students study their culture, like... Yeah, uh, I what mean, the it, hell? it was it, he. The, the judge said it's racially discriminatory. Yes, and it's like, duh. Obviously, which is frustrating because Joe Arpaio, Arpaio, yeah, will probably get a pardon. Is probably gonna get a pardon, Ugh. and. Uh, it's it sucks because there's so much of the country that's trying to move progress Boo. progressively, and then there's the other part that's like. Street caking. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> but it's so irritating. But I'm so glad that it was ruled unlawful because obviously, duh, I'm over here trying to bring Moss to Texas and I want to bring it to elementary school. So I don't know how we're going to make that happen, but hopefully we can. Upcoming big news for some people. I'm not that crazy about this situation. I don't know if Rafa's that crazy about this situation. I'm not. I mean, it's a circus, but I'm, I am a theatrical fanatic of the spectacle of bro you're saying a lot mm, of words yeah uh mayweather versus mcgregor fight i really don't care like i might watch it just if i'm hanging out with people that are watching watch it it, like the bootleg on facebook that someone will link me (laughs) to okay that's actually really cool yeah yeah oh my god that's so smart Ooh, what if i get the leak of the mcgregor mayweather and then you share it with us right because you're really good at sharing yeah i share stuff with you all the time yeah so good what do you anyways who are you cheering for are you cheering (laughs) for someone no, in the words of, of good old G-Money here at the Oak Cliff Cultural Center, it'd be nice to see Conor McGregor knock out Mayweather. You about to get some people fighting you. I know. They're going to be upset. But I know Mayweather's ability. There is no way hell will 
literally freeze over the day that that happens. It's not that surprising in 2017. For it's not. To be that's what I'm saying. Though. It's a circus. But there's no way that this fool will even think of coming close to being somewhat competitive against Mayweather. Mayweather is too, like, I get it. Mayweather can be a little bit annoying, but he's a, a spectacular fighter. Like, he is ridiculously fast. Like, he is beyond obsessed with what it means to be a great boxer. And so I don't think that McGregor stands a chance. And anyone that thinks he does might be a little bit delusional. Sorry. I didn't mean to offend Ooh, anyone, but... That's fine. I personally don't care when women beaters are involved. Count me Ooh, out. Yeah, that, not, not to Stop mention that. Stop beating yeah. women and you're trash. Yeah. Like, that's um, really, like, it, you're a professional boxer, bro. Like, come on. Literally, you're trash. Yeah. Stop. And R. Kelly, you're still double trash. <laughs> and y'all better stop playing him still and trying to pretend like he's not. Uh, speaking of someone who's the furthest thing from trash. <laughs> this is how I transition nicely for all you folk. Um, Juan Gabriel's one year is coming up. Uh, this isn't really news. I'm just sad as shit still. <laughs> <laughs> and I just wanted to make sure that uh, we all remembered to love on him and his legacy and all his music because he literally had so much incredible music. And I knew this, but like even just listening to his like really, really, really old albums mm. the other day, I was like, oh, my God, like you're even greater than I thought you were. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what's really cool. I didn't realize it had already been a year. It's been a year. I remember because it, it was like last summer and it was my nephew's yeah. party and I was like sad. Mm, yeah. Well, not too long ago, my godson, Lenny, and his wife, Isamar Pleasant, grew up in the hey. building. What's up? Um, <laughs> they had a they had like a custom what? piece, uh, like a custom Juan Gabriel piece done by an artist. I want to see. It's amazing. I'll, I'll, I'll hit him up and get a Please picture of it. But it's me. amazing. That sounds amazing. And yeah, maybe, you know, we'll share it for the people to see. But I but. think Juan Gabriel stands, stands for a lot more than we realize. Like, yes, you can just say, like, he's the number one best-selling Mexican artist or whatever. But also, he was someone who wasn't in the norms. He yeah. was our, like, non-gender conforming, you know, yeah. our our loud glitter loving you know looking like no a, what is it what is the phrase he said lo que sabes no preguntas i fucked it up yeah. i know i did but <laughs> but like he was proud to be you know queer or whatever yeah. and just doing his thing and i really appreciate that in our community because there's not a lot of that and and we should there's be not. able to be ourselves so shout out to juan gabriel and his legacy and his memory and his music and himself and his art and and his beauty so indeed more music news. More I'm very music. excited about this because I feel like I'm a good luck charm for my who you gots, but I really don't think I am. This, every time I, and so I go crazy. I go ape shit <laughs> when this song comes on. I, this song is everything and it will be, this one will also play at my funeral. You're going to jump Yellow. out that coffin. You... <laughs> I'm going to be so lit. I'm going to come back to life. Uh, Bodak Yellow is now number three. Number three. By the time this comes out, maybe it's number two or one. Maybe. We'll be down for it on the Billboard charts, which is amazing for our Afro-Latina, <clears throat> yeah. technically, Dominican Republic sister. And shout out, she made Cardi a video. B. She made a video like talking about how hard she worked for it, because I guess you know there was a lot of on a lot of talk about oh well one hit wonder like you think no. you can start rapping she's she like already no has lots of I've hits. been what? done working for this yeah she and has so she so she goes in props to Cardi B though props bro. to Cardi B more success for you and your music and you're doing your thing and you're keeping it real and then she even posted something like <clears throat> oh and she made a Spanish version of it now yeah. which like. We already loved you, but thanks. Yeah. We needed this. Yeah. And she said, like, something about going out to get the white supremacists in your Tims. Oh, I was yeah. so dead. I she was like, you can't get too. any more New York than that. <laughs> um, now, to discuss what I think is probably some of the most exciting thing. I don't know. This show is outdoing itself, in my opinion. It's, it's so Do you want to do a quick uh, Game of Thrones recap first, though? Sure. I can't help that much because I obviously don't know that much about the show. Well, I... I don't want to do any spoilers for anyone that hasn't seen it, but... Bran is a lizard. Just kidding. <laughs> is he? I don't know. He's weird. Man, there's, like, so much because, like, I literally think that the last few episodes are probably going to go down as some of the greatest They're cutting it in half, television. right? Yeah. Okay. So, the, this, the next episode will be the last... Will be the season... Well, not the season finale, but the... The ending of this series of episodes before the next season, which right. is technically season eight. And so th this one's only seven episodes long, but it's going to be um, 
like 80 minutes long, which is a record Jesus. for Game of Thrones. But I think we're in the midst of like some of the greatest television ever made. Yeah, and definitely. so like it, yeah, it's it's super dope. You get super caught up. Uh, the storyline is just really ill. Um, I cried twice. I'm, so I'm not afraid. You. I'm not afraid to admit it. Yeah, I'm, I'm being one hundred. Um, yeah, I shed a few tears, Good. and so like I would highly recommend anyone who hasn't watched Game of Thrones, or if you belong to the 1% who doesn't watch Game of Thrones. 1%, bro. It's like at least 20%. It's 1%. No, Everyone watches no, We Game don't of all Thrones. have HBO, baller. I, I, you can bootleg that. This We are <laughs> in the age of information. You can watch Game of Thrones if you wanted to, and if not, holler at me. I got you with that HBO login. I don't trust him, but y'all try it out. <laughs> Let me know how it goes. I got y'all. If you listen and slide hey, in them DMs, I got you with the quickly, login. Quickly, as as we jump to our last recap, but we have a, I don't know if y'all have heard of it. It's kind of silly. I didn't think it was what real at first. We have a De Colores flan, fan flan club. <laughs> flan. Flan club. That would be delicious. Oh, even though I don't really like flan. Wait, wow. is that my other unpopular opinion? Ooh. Why are you my sidekick? I'm just <laughs> I'm not a big fan okay, of flan. Okay, flan is delicious. It's okay. Are you not a texture eater? Is that the thing? Or is it you I... just don't like the flavor because the flavor is delicious? Am I not a texture eater? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the goo. <laughs> like the what? The custard. The custard. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, no, I am. I, I, I am a texture eater. Um, I like the gooey stuff. Go keep going. Let's go. See how long it can go. I like the nice tan and and and. Oh, Vita, Vita! <laughs> you nasty. This is getting real nasty and specific. I'm not a big fan of flan. Like I, I'm not even a big fan of tres leches. But... Okay, you can go to. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Do you like Mexican desserts? I do. Holler, holler at Mama Tamayo to make some capirotada. I'll be in that. What? I, ooh, That's the don't... weakest dessert. I hate that dessert. It's too like sweet and mm. dessert is supposed and, to be sweet no but that one's like that's okay. like all the what mexican moms came mexican together dessert? and decided to throw things in oh, and then they all were like sprinkles maple syrup <laughs> coconut um okay uh, what other Vicks? mexican dessert i i can't i mean you're just a hater and i'm disappointed in you again <laughs> I know they're going to side with me this time because Tres Leches and Flan, that's disrespectful. I'm sorry. I just can't. But you're still Team Empanada. Do you see I'm Team still. Empanada? Do you Te see what your person stands for? <laughs> Come to Team Concha. It's safer I'm and more sorry. loving here. I'm sorry. Anyways. Um, we lost track. Where were we? We were on the fan club, but I said Flan <sighs> Club. And I'm sorry because I know they're going to make fun <clears throat> of me now because the fan club's a really great troll. I, yeah, I'm trying to figure it. Like, I, I know who it is. You know for sure. I'm 100% sure, but I can't say it on here. hundred. Okay. Like, I think I've told you who I think it is, and okay. I'm pretty sure I'm right. I'm very... Yeah, I've, I've been talking to my friends like, mad suspicious. Like, you know, my eyes are get like really... Uh -huh. Like I'm, I'm sitting yes. there questioning them. Like, right. I wish I could yeah. see his eyes right now. Because yeah. Because it's... I don't, one, I don't trust anyone, period. Two, I don't trust anyone when it comes to me trying to figure out who the Decolores fan club is. Or the flan club. Or the flan club. <laughs> flan club. So I haven't figured it out yet. A hundred percent like Eva has. Well, I mean, I guess if you figured it out, then you I know. agree with you. Yeah. Then yeah. Okay. Anyways, thank you for your love and support, even though we don't have that big a following yet. <laughs> Um, I'm eating fruta con chile, so I'm sorry my mouth is full. Um, anyways, uh, we love you, <laughs> even though you won't reveal to us who you are. Even though I think I know who you are, I still love you. And thank you for supporting us, even though I don't think we're worthy just yet, but I appreciate it. I wanted to do an insecure recap. Ooh. You yeah. saw this newest one? Uh, yeah, I watch. I've been watching this show. I've been watching. I'm a fan of Issa. Like I'm a day oh, one. Oh wow, you're so true I'm to a day her. One. Yeah, right, I day like three hundred and sixty-five. I loved this episode. I thought it was hilarious. I didn't know it could get funnier than it already was. I feel like it's getting funnier and funnier. It is, and I'm like, holy amazing. shit. Yeah. Such a great show. I love it so much. If you're not watching it yet, please get on it. As Rafa said, he'll give you his login. He's really true to his word. You can totally trust him on giving yes. you links and things. Thank you, Eva. You're so such kind words. No, be words. quiet, you anti-Tres <laughs> Leches ass. 
Anyways, Insecure is amazing. And I'm trying to think of what my favorite part of this last episode was. But I was dead several times. I was screaming at the TV. Yeah. Screaming. Yeah. Because it's tra- so I'm, funny. I'm, I feel like, yeah, I'm, I'm like re-watching the episode Although I right thought now, Molly man. was a little bit extra with the parent situation. I was like, girl, oh, yeah. you didn't grow yeah, up having trust issues about Calm your down. daddy. Yeah. You lucky because yeah. <laughs> that's very rare. But. I also understand that she had this idea of like perfect love, which doesn't yeah. exist. Isn't real. But Sorry. Hate to burst your bubble. Listen to episode three of Rafa if you want to hear him <laughs> talk about how great love is for about five minutes. Uh, that's it. That's all you'll ever hear. Anyways, Insecure is hilarious. And my favorite part was probably when she was driving. And uh, <laughs> she received the, the, a, a, a yes the, uh, eggplant emoji the, on her phone. The fender bender. The fender bender. There's probably some uh, dirty jokes in there somewhere. Yeah, there is. No, I don't have it right now. Tinder yeah. bender. No, Tinder, no. no. Well, not anyways. Yeah. Watch the show. It's great. We don't want to spoil it because it's that great. And I believe that wraps up the juice for us, actually. Yeah. So yay, that's yay. the juice. Yay. Oh my god. Uh so next is self-care corner. My singing's getting you worse. Re- you need to record that. Take me in the studio. Who listens? Uh. Turn me up in the headphones. <laughs> I'm like I could lose my self-care corner. If you Okay. Oh my goodness. I've been wanting to do this for a long time cuz it's something I didn't realize until I was older and I still realize it sometimes. Um This one is maybe a little more complex. It's not very simple, but you should be doing a lot of self-care right now because I'm telling you, society is too much and you need to take time for yourself. But I have been wanting to discuss how you should recognize and let go of the toxic people in your life. It's a really, really uh, difficult thing to do. It's hard to even recognize that these people might be toxic for you. And I think we also don't realize that sometimes the people closest to us or family can also be kind of toxic to us because especially in the Latino community, we're like, oh, it's family, like it's forever. And I get that I'm with you. But at the same time, sometimes those people don't understand us or don't respect us or don't treat us the way that we treat them or want to be treated in general. And it's it's okay to recognize that someone is bad for you and that maybe you should let them go. And I'm not telling you to fight them and like cut them out of your life completely if you don't want to. In my case, there have been some times where I say, okay, this person is bringing me more negativity than positive energy or support that I think I need to let them go. Sometimes that might mean just talking to them less. Sometimes it might mean telling them straight up, yo, I love you and I appreciate you, but I don't think we can be friends anymore. Uh, It happened to me a lot after high school. I'm okay with it because I'm afraid a lot of those people are Trump supporters. So really didn't want them in my life, but... Also, like I said, it can be people closer to you, family that just you think is there for you and maybe they're not or maybe they don't. And I'm not trying to shoot shots or anything, but just real talk, uh, letting go of toxic people in your life. If you notice that someone is really jealous towards you or brings a lot of negative negative energy towards you, consider at least putting some space in between you and that person or those people, because I promise you it'll be worth it in the long run. If you don't have people in your life that are supporting you, if you have a new goal you're trying to achieve or depression you're trying to get over or anything you're doing and these people are not there to love, support and listen to you, I personally say you don't need them. Um, because even if these people don't understand what they're going, what you're going through, they should still at least respect your space or your need for space. So I wish you all good luck in hopefully recognizing and letting go of some toxic people in your life. Uh, I've had to do this. I'm saying many times I might be the toxic person in your life. I don't know. Um, But there's sometimes that these people really are affecting you. And I promise you the moment you decide to really put some space in between you and that person, you will be so glad you did. So if this is your push that you needed to hear, hey, I don't know if my ex is good for me. If you feel more negative than positive energy, I would say, no, he's not good for yeah. you and get him out of there. And that reflection, I mean, even just reflecting on, on trying to figure that out is really tough. So, right. you know. Like, Recognizing it is the first right. part is saying, wow, I'm starting to notice this person seems kind of jealous or seems kind of 
selfish or seems kind of, yeah. you know, a lot of these things that we and people won't talk want to, you, to write you know? off. Like you have right. to recognize that that toxic behavior and then be like, understand that you may not figure it out or you may not know why or you're questioning like what's happening. I oh, thought we absolutely. were cool. And you you'll have to get to a place where you're like, man, I won't ever find out. But yeah. And you have to unfortunately be the bigger person and say, OK, I'm tapping out of this friendship yeah. or this relationship or whatever it may be because at the end of the day you're the only one that that has your back most i mean obviously we have great moms or families or friends or whoever but you know you and trust you best so it's important to take care of yourself and rid of those toxic people in your life so that is this week's kind of serious i guess self-care corner i know they're typically lighter but i think that's something a message I didn't get <clears throat> early on, and I, I, I hope that maybe that helps somebody out there. Because, hell, I have to remind myself sometimes. But I also have, before we wrap up the show, I have a Awas Awas this week. I know we did this one time before, and it's kind of like a be careful segment. Uh, I, I learned about this briefly while I was still in school, and I didn't do too much research, but I learned from some people I trust. And it's, I don't know if you've ever heard about it, the the Driscoll strawberries. Oh, yeah, I did. Boycott. Yeah. Not just strawberries, berries. Yeah. Uh, Driscoll's berries boycott has been happening for a few years now. Basically, they exploit their farm workers and barely pay them. So it's important that you don't purchase these especially since a lot of the people a lot of their farm workers are uh mexican undocumented people and i know a big portion of it was in the san quintin quintin uh area that's where a lot of it first happened i know there's other areas within california i know i saw some for uh baja california that was also going through some of the same circumstances they essentially get paid like six dollars a day for 12 to 15 hours of work if you know how fucking ridiculous that sounds you should try your best to boycott driscoll's i want to do more about this myself and i figured i should spread this message out because we don't even know these things about these companies and we just are trying to eat healthier or trying to eat fruit or whatever. And we purchase these things. And I think if a lot of our Latino community knew that this company was exploiting our people, we would probably not purchase their berries. Um, This boycott has been ongoing for a while now, like I said. And I just wanted to give this tip out there. So if you can avoid buying Driscoll's berries, do so. I've been avoiding it for the past year and a half or so. Um, And it's hard because those are the number one berries in the world, I'm pretty sure. If not the nation, obviously, that provide berries to our people, um, to humans, I guess. I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> boycott Driscoll's. Be careful where your food and your products come from because a lot of these companies don't give a rat's ass about us. You don't care. And they want our money because we give it to them. So be sure that you make a difference in these small ways that we can, which is... Maybe doing something like boycotting Driscoll's. Maybe we can start like a hashtag like the Colores Collective boycotts Driscoll's berries or something. I know there was a group in Denton at UNT that went around to grocery stores and put stickers on the berries so that people could read that the berries. um, I think they call them like blood berries or something because these people are, you know, being exploited, which is really hardcore and I appreciate it. But... Anyways, yeah, so that's my awas awas for the week is to boycott Driscoll's because they're <laughs> shitty and they should be better to their workers because this country runs on these freaking workers. And now I'm just going back to being salty because everything's going to shit. Yeah, I, I mean, you got to be salty sometimes. You do, you are often salty, so. <laughs> am I? I mean, sometimes. I am too. I guess that's why we're <laughs> friends. Uh, our brown business of the week. I yes. probably will hand this one over to you again because we talked about it in yeah. one of the last episodes. We even went to eat there afterwards. Yeah, we did. And did, and did you it's enjoy it? It's fucking delicious. Yeah. It is amazing. Yeah. Take it away. Um, I don't have. I, I won't have much to say about them other than the best cheesesteak in the city of Dallas is at the Cheesesteak House in Oak Cliff. 
2015, so West Davis, Dallas, Texas, 75208. Um, I don't know what to say other than it it's is literally so the best cheesesteak. I'm not a big cheesesteak person, but <clears throat> it was so good. Reasonably yeah. priced. It comes with a good deal. You get like fries and... I'm a big ranch person. I tell you a lot about your location based on your ranch. Yeah. <laughs> and they had delicious homemade ranch. So yeah. if for nothing else, go get some damn good ranch at the Cheese Steakhouse. Is that yeah. what it's called? The Cheese Steakhouse? Yeah. Off of Davis? Off of Davis. <laughs> it is a liquidy ranch. This is, is getting nasty again. Stop it. <laughs> um, anyways, go there. It's all... It looks, you know, Latino-owned... Totally delicious. Literally so good. It's clean. I want some now. I'm hungry. Yeah. Um, that is our brown business of the week. So be sure and go support them. I think they were voted the number one cheesesteak as well. I think so. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. They're the number one cheesesteak house in my heart. Oh, so. that's the real place all these businesses want to be. Yeah. The number one business <laughs> in your heart. We're getting closer to wrapping up the show. So I just wanted <clears throat> to remind you all about our next De Colores collective event which is gray space black lives matter and i wanted to remind you all to submit your work examples i actually plan on submitting to the oh, show cool. i haven't done it yet but i'm going to do it cool. uh make sure you submit to our email collective at gmail.com with examples of your work or a piece you'd like to enter we actually got some music entered this past oh, weekend right. yeah, and we i really like that yeah. we're gonna have a listening station this is not limited to paintings or photography we Accept all forms of art, poetry, readings. If you want to perform, let us know. We can make oh, it happen for you. Yeah. Um, please, please, please contact us. We're really excited about this event. We have a panel planned for the following week. And this show will take place on October 6th, which is a Friday. Yeah. So we hope to see you all here. We're really looking forward to it. And we are looking forward to having more guests that uh, follow this theme including some Dallas activists and such that really have some experience with the movement. Yeah, so for sure. looking forward to that. And again, we have t-shirts for sale. Oh, we do. So yeah. if you want to support us, still got a few left, please do that. Cause I really like them. I'm Very enjoying, nice. enjoying our shirts. Now we are going to the final segment, which is who you got. Oh, got yeah. You don't got anybody. No, do I you? do. Well, yeah, I kind of do. <laughs> well, Pat's not here. She's Ooh, at Afropunk. Pour, pour some out for Pat. Pour pour some out for Pat. Some chamoy sauce out for Pat. Uh, <laughs> basically, I'm going to say, if you, she's at Afropunk. If you haven't listened to any of the people on that lineup, listen yeah. to them. Great people. Great artists. Yeah. Um, Rafa, who you got? Um, I haven't listened to this yet, this mixtape, and I'm disappointed in myself uh -oh. because I'm a big fan. I'm, I don't know. You're a big probably fan. Not a, yeah, you're probably not an ASAP Ferg fan. I am, actually. Oh, okay, cool. I'm not a big one, but I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Um, I didn't even I, know I, he had a mixtape, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, he dropped last week, still striving. Mm. Um, I, I, you know, I identify, Same. I connect with him because, you know, we're both trap lords. Because he's on a new level. Oh. Well, yeah, we're you know, on a new level. Just <laughs> like me. We're both <laughs> trap lords. Same so, also um, as well. Yeah, I need to check that mixtape out. So hopefully I didn't even it's know he had one. I did see that he yeah, was he just like condemning ASAP. Uh, <clears throat> what's his face's yeah. crap on? I guess the Breakfast Club or whatever. Yeah, I've I've always been a fan of Fergie Ferg. This is the new <laughs> Fergie Ferg. He's actually on the Black Eyed Peas as well. Um, what did you say that was called? Uh, still striving. Still striving. Yeah, I like some of the names of these. Uh, these rappers albums lately they yeah. sound like they're kind of sad but <laughs> they're still rappers so they're hardcore yeah like what was meek mills wins and losses oh, or something yeah. i was like bruh are you okay <laughs> anyways my who you got with the coco for this week is a tv show i think i mentioned it briefly to rafa i doubt he's listened i mean watched it uh i'm actually sad because the creator who's brilliant michaela cole Said she's not going to make another season, and I'm very oh. sad about that. But if you haven't seen it, it's on Netflix. It's called Chewing Gum. Chewing it is gum. hilarious. It is okay. brilliant. Uh, I identified very much with the character because the mom's super religious, and my mother was super, my mother is super religious. Mm. So it's really funny to see like a funny uh, woman of color creating something 
you know, for women that are now liberated and free and doing yeah. whatever the hell they want to do with their life. And it's a really hilarious show. I'm literally so sad that it's not coming back, but she's going to create other brilliant I mean, yeah, things. I was going to so. say, she, she has to do other stuff. She will. She's been working. She's friends with like Issa Rae and all those <clears throat> other people now. So Lord oh, knows cool. she's in the so I'll in add, the game now. I'll make sure to add chewing gum to my kiwi. Please add it to your kiwi. Yeah. Jesus Christ. You've got to make everything complicated. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, reminder, this platform is for you all, too. This is not just for us. I've been telling a couple of my friends that are great listeners. Shout out, uh, Luis and such. Um, this platform oh, yeah. is for homie. you. <laughs> We're like best friends. You know? You're I mean, like best friends. You say this friend every least. time. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, if you have a segment idea or video or anything you'd like to work with us or how, like want us to help produce we're here for you this is not just for us like i i've told some friends already like give me a segment throw something at me they're funny people that i know can create something that can be a part of this show this is going to continue growing and it's for all of us as a community to grow together you know we've gotten good responses up until this point too and so you know as much as this is a call for anyone that says hey you know we think you should do this everyone that's that's been talking to us like is like yo we're listening to you and right and, you know and we count appreciate you. yeah for real we appreciate you count on us to to hit you back or, or find some time um we're definitely formulating a, a plan to make sure that we keep definitely. this going so absolutely so <clears throat> now we can wrap up muchas muchas gracias for listening to the ninth episode of the colores radio signing off from the oak cliff cultural center we hope you learned a little something with us big thanks to our friend jason who's our audio engineer and editor don't forget to share the podcast and follow us on social media subscribe and review we're now also on google play i really don't know how that works because it's an android and i am not android <laughs> but what he said i oh god uh <laughs> please check us out on there somebody with an android come let me see how it works so i can know what yeah. the hell i'm talking about uh we could know <laughs> we could not go on without your support tell everyone you love to follow us at the colores co seriously we're planning on doing a raffle soon so please help us get our numbers up so we can do a raffle and somebody can win a free shirt so that would be cool Anyways, that might be a spoiler alert. Spoiler uh, alert. If you enjoy our th- our personal thoughts, you can follow me at Eva Arreguin, Rafa at Exile, and Pat at Pat.Arreguin <laughs> on Instagram. <laughs> we promise to keep growing and providing you with entertaining content. More importantly, a platform for your voices and work to be lifted. Contact us on social media or email us at thecoloriscollective at gmail.com. We love hearing from y'all. Thank you so much again for listening. And join us again next time for The Colores Radio.